This is Bill After here. And did you know Brown This Cole is was Bill from- After from OneWrestling.com, and I listen to the Board Wrestling Fan. You know, it's a good thing Bill Apter doesn't really listen to this show. <laughs> We'd be getting hate emails from Bill Apter, the nicest okay. guy ever. <laughs> if Bill Apter sent me a hate email, I'd frame it and put it on my wall. Damn right. He actually just started following me on Twitter. Did he? Oh, shit, yeah. he does listen. Well, I, I complimented him on his uh, first uh, episode of his podcast. <laughs> I was just gonna say that because he just figured out what Twitter was. <laughs> We're bored wrestling fan, and we listen to the Bill After podcast. <laughs> no, 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 Joe! Don't speak for all of us, okay? What's the podcast? <laughs> his, his, his first issue was pretty good. Uh, yeah. he had a bit of a chat with Jim Cornette, and that was—I I told him I really enjoyed it. And you're still here. You, 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 wait, you you listen to it, and it's not over with yet. You 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 made it in time for here. I figured it'd still be going right now. <laughs> Jim Cornette on it, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, no swearing. Wow. I expect that from Bill, but not from Jim Cornette. <laughs> well, I, I, I think uh, Jim was just being respectful. Probably. Uh, so, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, rough Saturday. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I left my house at like noon yesterday. Didn't come home. Well, no, I came home at seven, then went and hung out at my neighbor's house and come home till 10. And it was so... It was a rough morning this morning getting up. You know it's a rough morning when you're working out, your pre-workout still makes you do- doesn't do anything. <laughs> What's a workout? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I went to see one of my favorite bands last night, and I got home. I'm like, yeah, I got to do this DDP yoga that I didn't do on Friday. And then I'm like, nah, I'm going to sit here and play my guitar all night instead. And then eventually I'll watch NXT. Which I didn't do. <laughs> and then DDP showed up and made you do yoga while watching NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Caught a diamond cutter, yeah. <laughs> Been hit with enough stone cold stunners. What's a diamond cutter? <laughs> um, it's essentially an RKO before an RKO. Right, I know that. <laughs> oh well. I meant what's taking a diamond cutter when I've been taking stone cold stunners for the past year. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like everybody had a rough weekend. Uh, well, you know, when when you when your team's on when your te- when your college football team is it's a lot, senior day last game of the season at home and they they, they well let's just, let's face it this team the Syracuse Orange suck they're the jabroni they're the big time jabronis of the ACC but they they showed up. They didn't show up. They played. They got the shit kicked out of them. So it's like being a Niners fan. Yeah. Well, no, because Syracuse actually won four. Actually, has four wins this year. Oh. They actually, beat a beat, beat a top twenty team this year. But the Niners can do that. They're playing the Patriots today. 
<laughs> Hold on, where's the button? <laughs> where's that button? Anyway. I digress. Continue. Does that button just randomly change on you? Because you can never seem to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. JT was mad at me all weekend. Well, it's because you split. <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't mad. It's just, you, it was, you got annoying. You know what? You got annoying with the fucking whole Metallica fucking release shit. And you know what? Now I had finally, because my, my, um, my hard copy actually came early. I, I thought it was, I thought I was going to wait a week for it. And I got to listen to it last night and like blast the speakers out of it. And it's, you know, okay, I, I apologize, and I understand now why you did, why why you <laughs> spammed us all the hell about it. Well, I, I think we, at this we, point, we, Joe is an honorary member of Metallica. <laughs> we get Brother! Of Metallica. <laughs> Come on, my favorite band put out a new album, and they put out a new music video every two hours leading up to the album, so it's like, hey, cool. My fellow I Metallica like fans will like this. I legit had to block. I, I legit had to block Joe on Wednesday because of it. It was Thursday, had but to, <laughs> had to pass. Because it because you know Joe Joe's one of the ones I have selected. That I see his posts first. Because, ah. you know, and because you're seeing posts from Joe first, and then it's like, well, that okay. So now I see why that was annoying for you because you're seeing all of my posts first. <laughs> like, yeah, I could get that, but. I don't don't know. worry, Co don't worry, Coaster. You're 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 one of those those people too that I get to see your posts first. Yeah, but I don't really post much. I know. I just didn't want you to feel left out. Oh. I don't either, except when my favorite band drops an album, when or you're making a sandwich, or I'm making a sandwich, or everything else I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, birthday. Birthday episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're using time hop. Yeah. <laughs> or anything. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and hey, then... Look, I found the S key on my keyboard. <laughs> my name is Joe. Post! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not done. One second has passed. Post! <laughs> D-A-E, remember five seconds ago? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Ooh, I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do post on Facebook a lot. <laughs> well, I do too. I'm JT. Uh, I'm uh, at the gym. I don't think JT needs to apologize for anything. I, I'm, I'm sure Joe knows that he was being annoying a little bit. And yeah, figured that absolutely. Out. He, he didn't take it personally, right? No, no, absolutely not. It was just like, come and, on. And, man. and let's be honest, JT. You know. I think all of us get a little bit tired of seeing advertising over and over again, even if it's something we enjoy. I don't know what, there's probably a name for the phenomenon of, of when we don't even want to support something because it's advertising is jammed down our throats. I'm sure there's a term for it. WWE. It's called Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works. Yeah. But to be honest is, with you, I'm, that is I'm, an I'm already tired. Concept, and I imagine it probably does have a name. I, I don't mind looking at my time caps. I find it kind of interesting sometimes, but I don't typically post it. 
I don't think Joe. There's no way Joe posts everything in this time. No, definitely not. I if I find something like if I see something, I'm like, ah, this was funny, or like, yes, I'm still going through this right now. Then I'll share it. But like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share everything in my time hop or, or on this day or whatever the fuck, you know? Like, yeah, you take down the Facebook servers anyway. So there's so many sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> what is no wonder you? I did DDP yoga. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what is with you in these? What's with you in these fucking sandwiches? <laughs> uh, now I kind of want one. It's that whole power of suggestion thing. I want a see? sandwich now. It's effective advertising. I literally yeah. posted about sandwiches like Wednesday night and nobody said shit about it. That's because they hadn't unmuted you after the Metallica shit. No, that was before the Metallica stuff because that happened on Thursday. Yeah, I, I probably missed it on Wednesday, but I think I have a good excuse, so I'm just saying. <laughs> no, like, 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 G is a troll, but he's a good troll. <laughs> like, 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 the stuff he posts is funny, it's poignant, it's relevant to what I'm talking about. I've got this one yeah, guy. Because he's telling you to stop talking about fucking sandwiches. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, no, I got this one guy who, like... He's he's in his forties, and I know who it is. huh? Yeah, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. I totally. I, it's funny though. I enjoy his stuff sometimes. Though. He 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 rides the bus with me in the morning. That's how I know this guy. And he, he used to know my mom because they used to work together like back in the eighties. So oh, okay. so like this guy will post stupid shit, like the dumbest fucking comments. Like I posted on Wednesday that I was looking for a place that had a good uh, pastrami on rye and beef on weck. And he goes, bah, ha, 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 you can't afford it. Get bologna and, a che- and, a, and American cheese. Like, one time I said, free is my favorite four-letter F-word. And now every fucking status, he's got to comment some stupid shit about, oh, it's not free, you don't want it. Ha, 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 Like, dude, you're 40, get a fucking life. <laughs> That's a four-letter word. Who's, who's this Who's this 40-year-old troll? This is a guy named Pete. Yep. <laughs> G knew exactly who I was talking about. I gotta delete his shit half the time because it's like, this is so fucking dumb and is not fucking helpful. Like, at least G is, like, funny. <laughs> like, somebody posted, somebody posted on one of my pictures yesterday. They said, oh, you don't look happy, so G photoshopped a smile on my face. <laughs> Like, okay, that's oh, funny. It is the creepiest goddamn thing. I've it ever is, seen. but it's funny. <laughs> J- JT screenshotted my Instagram post when I finally got my physical copy of uh, of the Metallica CD. G photoshops a, a, you know, Megadeth over the Metallica. Like, okay, that's funny. Like, that's, uh, that is contributing, mm-hmm. you know. And then we... Then we find out this morning that listening to both those bands makes us douchebags. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh. Well, it could which be worse. From what I mean, I saw, least... Go ahead. I was just going to say, which, based on what I saw, you gleefully embraced, so it's not like it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <sighs> yeah, I liked half the bands on that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, half of them are legit douchebag bands, and the other half are, are bands you and I both listen to. Right, exactly. 
Like I'll agree <laughs> with like Journey, um, Creed, um, Bon Jovi, Nickelback, I'll agree all those. Yeah. yeah, Nickelback. Yeah, I'll agree. But like fucking Guns and Roses, really? <laughs> yeah. Motley Crue uh, was on there. <laughs> yeah, Motley Crue. Um, you know, Metallica, Megadeth was on there. I'm like reading like. This has got to be satire. The Offspring were on there, and I'm like, yeah, I could kind of see that, but I still like The Offspring. <laughs> so does James Ellsworth. Yes, he does, very much so. <laughs> Man, you should have heard the pop when James Ellsworth showed up in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you were there live. Unfortunately, yes. Yes, I would say, unfortunately. So I take it um, the live experience didn't, I guess, give you the uh, the live bias on how the quality of the show is? Uh, you know, I thought it was an okay Raw for, you know, Brian asked me after the show, he said, is this, where does this rank among the WWE shows you've been to? And I said, kind of right in the middle. You know, like it was nice to see people I know get run over by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the one blonde dude like right in the middle that Brock pushed over he's Kevin Bennett he's one of the he's I nominated him for indie wrestler of the year a couple of years ago in our awards <laughs> it's like hey that guy got Kevin Bennett just got run over <laughs> he's a indie wrestler and a rapper so when Paul Heyman's like these are not rent-a-cops I yelled he's a rapper <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enunciated that clearly. <laughs> I did. <laughs> ain't gonna matter anyway. I was right up against the back wall of the 300 level. <laughs> obstructed view, see? No, 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 no. We didn't go with obstructed view. If I'm gonna pay money for something, I'm going to actually be able to see it. Oh, you didn't go for free? Oh. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> no, but you're being funny, and that's relevant to our conversation. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so what was the highlight of the show for you? Before we all collectively shit on it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, like, like, I think the main reason that I wanted to go was because when is the next time I, like, when am I ever going to get to see Goldberg again? So, I was going to say you went to see AJ Styles. I was actually, How I was, often I, this world all the wheels come through? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I was actually glad to see AJ Styles and the rest of Team SmackDown. Uh, no, like, that Goldberg entrance, though, was just like, you know, like, oh, cool. It's fucking Goldberg. And then, like, they gave him a live mic. And uh, just, yeah. I thought he did pretty good. I'm disappointed in my Mike. city, man. They kept interrupting Paul Heyman. Yeah. Hmm. Maven, Maven Penn says, Joe, you hated the show because John Cena wasn't there. <laughs> no. I actually loved the show because James Ellsworth was there. <laughs> he got the second biggest pop of the night behind Goldberg. I'm not kidding about that. Hashtag wow. two legends. <laughs> everybody, when, he, when everybody saw him, everybody, Ellsworth, Ellsworth. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, there was nothing memorable about the show. Like, at all. So I'm glad I got cheap seats. Up to the nosebleeds. Where I'm not going to make it on camera, so nobody does, so nobody has to know I'm there unless they listen to this show. <laughs> and G couldn't screen grab it and Photoshop something. Right. <laughs> now he's going to take. Done something. I just... Well, yeah, of course. Hey, style sign. The, the 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 whole front row is just twelve year old Joes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if if you want to make your own memes, it's really smart to keep a copy of every image you crop. Exactly. And then you can quickly make them. Mm. <laughs> it's much more enjoyable. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a folder full of Trump heads. <laughs> but the first thing you want to do, and this is a little, little pro tip, uh, go to Google, type in the name of what you're, you want to crop, and, type, and put crop beside it. And 50-50 chance you don't have to even do the work. <laughs> nice. And if that doesn't work, try transparent. Yeah. Mm. And there's a, lot of free, there's a lot of good free online... Um, apps i think one called one's called the luna pick and it's they have auto crop functionality they're pretty quick so hmm. there's a little pro tip again for you if you're like me and you have rudimentary skills with photoshop and, and video editing so there you go even when you're on morphine you can crop yeah <laughs> <laughs> now here here i found the list here here's the here's the bad douchebag bad the douchebag bands list. Fifteen bands that only douchebags listen to. Number fifteen, Guns N' Roses. Number fourteen, Journey. Number thirteen, Blink One Eighty Two. Number twelve, Creed. Number eleven, The Offspring. Yeah. Number ten, Avenged Sevenfold. Number nine, Lincoln Park. Number eight, Bon Jovi. Check. Number number seven, ACDC. Check. Okay. Number six, Disturbed. Number five, Nickelback. Number four, Megadeth. Check. Number three, Metallica. Check. Number two, <laughs> Motley Crue. And number one, and I can agree this one, even though I listen to him because I'm a big fan of his work, but still, I, I can agree this one because he is kind of a douchebag. Mm -hmm. It's Kid Rock. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> I, I think there's some uh, definite genre bias going on on this list. I Seems mean... Across the board. Yeah. yeah we, there's like, there's no like really, really bad hip hop in there, and there's certainly some that qualify. <laughs> and Dance I live music. in Texas, so country should be on that list. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I live in Calgary. Word up. We're, we're, we're Texas North. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You guys have rodeos and stuff like that. Cattle and oil. Yeah. And red <laughs> Do you have the, prison rodeos? Sorry, prison rodeos? Yes. Wait, those are a real thing? That yep. sounds entertaining as shit. We, we have had prison rodeos, and I shit you not, there have been nude rodeos. I have not <laughs> been to one, but I know that they happen. Nude. Naked. Naked. Well, I'm going down to Texas. Naked. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess we have. Angola prison rodeo. Oh, no, that's in Angola. Edmonton, here we go. Yep. That's pretty cool. But I'm going to look up your version of it and just see what that's all about, and I'll learn on the side. 
I don't know that oh. they're still active, but for years and years they were. Well, that's another thing Simpsons has shown me is actually true. Well, you know, you have to believe everything on The Simpsons now. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Being right sucks. Yep. How about that? <laughs> More I silence. Do something different, I guess, but that makes sense. They're, they're doing it for funding, and you guys basically are spectating. And it looks like the one we had in Edmonton, or have had in Edmonton, the same thing. Yep, Texas Northfield. Confirmed. Yep. Hashtag douchebag. <laughs> punk, punk returned. Punk returned. Confirmed. Half-Life Three confirmed. Yeah. There you go. Huh. <sighs> actually, you know, I, I, I actually didn't mind the little confrontation bit on Raw. No, I to think that was probably you, the I, best I, part of the show. I, I thought Ambrose had the best moment. I thought that was probably the... If anybody could get a character moment like that and just, you know what, and duck a guy, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah and right. I really did love Jericho when he noticed Ellsworth. <laughs> and he's basically, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and calling him Chintz McMahon. <laughs> like the backstage segment, I got you a gift. It's the scarf of Jericho. Try it on, man. <laughs> I hope Fozzie break up and Jericho never leaves. <laughs> <laughs> because no one likes Fozzie anyway. Oh! No, I, oh, I, I think it. Joe likes Fozzie. JT well, likes Fozzie. Yeah, I, I saw him live once and I enjoyed him. Yeah, me too. I was front row. Jericho actually looked at me and acknowledged me because I was singing every lyric to, the, to their songs. I'd say you're his best friend now, but that's still Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> He's his second best friend. <laughs> Unless you screwed up a lyric and you're on the list and don't know it. <laughs> no, he said thank you. It was at a point where he points and they, you know, they, where they do it at the end of the, you know, where the lead singer looks at you and does it because I saw him say thank you. It was like, yeah, you know, my, 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 my three seconds of glory. <laughs> About as long as your phone conversation with him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so true. <laughs> yeah, when, when I saw him, I got a dirty look from him because I reprimanded him for not putting Bray Wyatt over at Battleground. <laughs> and I, I, I said something along the lines of, I thought Jericho invented putting over young talent. <laughs> Jericho can get everything over these days. It's pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Oh, he got Hockey Night in Canada over last night. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. hockey already over in Canada? It's more over now. <laughs> it was cool. It was just a little kind of documentary bit where he compared wrestling to hockey and talking about spectator sports and, mm -hmm. and risk-taking and stuff. It's it actually kind of, kind of cool. You know, I, I still managed to see a fair bit of back, the typical predictable backlash that you would get from sports fans. Yeah. But I also saw a lot of people like coming out and just totally saying, "Oh, that was that was cool." I don't even fucking watch wrestling, so um, I, I I really appreciated that. 
you know, obviously I'm biased. I like hockey and wrestling, so whatever. Yeah, you sent that, and I was, like, just about to go into the venue for the show, so I was like, no, i got to mute this conversation until, like, the show's over. Cause... It, it'll stay up. I mean, no one yeah, I'll check it out. Anything, but I just kind of forgot about it by the time I got home. It certainly was unexpected. Generally, this show doesn't start with much more than a little, like, sports music montage like you normally get for most professional sports more wrestling for that matter i found out last night that tom phillips does not know anything about hockey (laughs) because there was a spot like i saw the first match on nxt and there was a spot where bobby Roode hits uh ty dillinger into the guardrail and uh cory graves goes oh that looks like an old ty domi hit and then, like, five seconds later, Tom Phillips is like, yeah, that's something you would see the Maple Leafs do here. Like, do you not know that Ty Domi was on the Maple Leafs and that was the reference that Corey Graves was making? <laughs> well, I think five, five seconds, seconds for someone to catch him up on the headset. Yeah. <laughs> hop on Google. Yeah. Oh. NXT was okay. Yeah, it was, it was good watching it right now I, I didn't get through it i got you know i've seen like most of the ends of the matches but like but i took literally three notes on the whole thing well i saw the uh i saw the second match which was the uh dusty classic final and that it's like pretty good it's like okay was... they're gonna put paul ellering up above the ring in a cage i've seen this before he's gonna throw a chain to the guy <laughs> oh look, he threw a chain to the guy. <laughs> Which well, hit someone dude, in the spo- face. Spoiler, like that match is just starting for me right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I didn't I tell was, you who won. I was very impressed with how strong those guys are. TM six one that is. Just mm. those guys are big and they just threw them around. Yeah. I don't know, I'll eventually watch the rest of it. That was all I was a good show. managed to catch. What were your other notes, Mark? You said he took three of them, so that was one. Yes, yeah, th- literally three. Uh, the first is, I like that the ring announcer gives the crowd time to chant one fall, because that that's always fun. It, he did it in, I don't know who it is, they all blend together, but he did it in Scotland as well. So that that's was a, pretty fun. That's a thing in Scotland, though, for ICW, where our good friend yeah. Jamie Kennedy works. And now, apparently, Canada has adopted it. And it's always fun that an announcer can recognize where they are and that the fans are going to do that. So, like, fuck it, I'll give you time. The other one is, after the Asuka match, Mickey tried to shake Asuka's hand, but she held out the wrong fucking hand. So what did she expect Asuka to do? And finally, without really spoiling the main event, uh, Shinsuke was played out by pretty much an entire section of violinists and it was nice of Samoa Joe to just sit there and listen but I would have loved it if he just came in and beat the piss out of them <laughs> or at least smashed the violin <laughs> <laughs> and there was a literally <laughs> nice three notes <laughs> yeah I saw the Instagram photo of Shinsuke with the uh with the uh, orchestra, with the violins, like, yeah, oh, that's going to be a cool entrance, and then, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> it was a pretty cool entrance. Uh, between that and 
Bobby Roode's personal choir. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the choir so much. Is it just me, or did half the choir look fucking angry? Somebody pointed that out, that this did not look like a happy choir at all. and This is like an anti-glee club. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just, as he's coming out, I'm looking like, man, these people do not want to fucking be here. (laughs) It's either that or they're just trying really, really hard. Like, they were just telling themselves over and over again in their head, like, don't mark out, don't mark out, don't mark out. It's possible. (laughs) Our buddy Al Creed was there. Made TV. Jim Ross was there, too. So I've uh, I've heard. And they showed him on camera, so he's totally back now. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the Undertaker is. Yeah. Confirmed. You're going to be the fifth man on the SmackDown announce team. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't even have room at the table for Tom Phillips. I noticed. I didn't really <laughs> notice it last week, but this week it was so evident. He's about half a meter away from the rest of them. <laughs> He sat in the back like a child that has misbehaved. <laughs> they, 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 they just, they're just going to give him a separate table, like a little kid's table. They're going to give him the coal mine. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's just what we needed. It was a four-man fucking announce team. Meanwhile, a guy who's done live pay-per-view by himself just got fired from like everything. Which Mark made a reference to before we went on the air in our chat. Oh no, don't get me fired too. <laughs> Banhammer. Uh, I think the the part about that that just drove me nuts the most was this whole revisionist history bandwagon that everybody started jumping on about, oh, he was never a good announcer. He was always shit, and it's just because of time and place. And that Joey Styles was fucking brilliant. And anyone who says otherwise is an idiot. He might not be all that right now, but I remember him calling an eight-man Japanese tag by himself, mm-hmm. and it was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. So yeah, sure, be mad at him for what he did today, but don't try to pretend that you know he's some garbage person who was never good at his job because that's ridiculous if you want to know how good joey styles is an announcer listen to josh matthews call the show by oh himself. god <laughs> no oh, i don't even want to think about no, that just listen to josh matthews okay anybody that doesn't think joey styles is a great announcer has only heard him in wwe because, you know, in WWE, he's got Vince McMahon in his headset. No! Don't talk about the match! Talk about the pay-per-view! And the main event at the pay-per-view, even though this is the Divas match! <laughs> well, that's what Divas matches are for. Just talk, you just talk about the pay-per-view? Mention WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, well, remember, remember 
Remember Sheamus versus Brian WrestleMania? They spent the whole year talking about Michael. Michael. Michael spent the whole year talking about WrestleMania. Every time he those two were on the mat, were were at Wrestle that year. It didn't matter what time of year. <laughs> if I was undefeated at WrestleMania, I'd mention it every five seconds as well. <laughs> Undefeated at yeah, technically undefeated at WrestleMania is Michael Cole. Hey, mm-hmm. and Snooki, best kind of guy. and Snooki, yes. <laughs> oh God, Snooki, <laughs> versus Cole Street versus Street, and then Brock comes in and murders both. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd watch that. This Snooki count wasn't she in a tag match? Yeah. Was it a tag match? I just remember the. Back handspring and oh she was a cheerleader or whatever. It had something yeah, to do she, with she was able to pull out literally one move and everyone was like, Oh wow, this is great. It had something to do with uh, with John Morrison and Trish Stratus. Yeah, and that's oh, supposedly okay. the reason yeah, that yeah. John Morrison got in hot water with them or something. Yeah. Because he was pissed off about that. No, he was rude to Trish Stratus because oh, that was he it. didn't he want to make Melina jealous or some shit like that. Something dumb. Now here he is every week, teaming with Taya. Ah, well. I didn't see Lucha Underground. I know Sexy Star won. Oh, I I heard it was pretty cool. The only problem is it's really awkward when they've taped so far in advance that you know that she's gone. And it's kind of hard to stay pulled into the world when... You know, this is all, you know, months and months ago, and it, it's a minor thing and probably shouldn't mm. complain about it much, but I just, I kind of have a problem keeping those two things separated, and it's hard to get excited about it when you're going, oh, yeah, didn't she leave, like, three months ago to be a boxer? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I got you. I happen to, uh... I happen to uh, get the spoiler on who the current champion is. <laughs> well, I don't know if the spoilers. I'm no, no, I'm not. I'm not, not, not going to say it here. Retired officially, and she joined boxing. You don't need to read the spoilers to know she's not there. Well, no, I mean, obviously she took that the fucking mask off. She's done. That's yeah, right. That's implied that you know we know she's not the champion, but I know who is the champion. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Is it David Arquette? It is David Arquette, yes. <laughs> he won it in a cage match. <sighs> Against Matanza. Yeah. Ready to rumble two confirmed. <laughs> I just watched yeah, uh, Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens Buddy Cop movie. <laughs> well, it has to be better than that Buddy Cop movie that Edge did with that one guy who was not a wrestler. Oh, I think it was the actor called Jamie Kennedy because we were messing with our Jamie Kennedy about it when it came out. Yeah. Edge was fun, that. but that movie was bad. <laughs> I remember that he was in Haven, but I completely forgot he was in movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw <laughs> that one not too long ago. Bending the rules, that's it, yes. Okay, yeah. By the way, anybody anybody a fan of Mountain Man Edge? <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. 
What is it about wrestlers that retire and just growing those massive beards? <laughs> but he, he is being a Viking. He's going to be a Viking, so I suppose he needs the look. <laughs> I still want Viking Brock Lesnar back. Yeah. <laughs> Maven, would... Maven, Maven fan says Joe thinks John Cena is the underground champion. <laughs> no. Can they feed him to Matanza? <laughs> I mean, I, and I mean that in like the bail sense, where they literally <laughs> feed him to Matanza. <laughs> yeah. So, Survivor Series is tonight, which means something far more important than anything related to WWE. That means that. This show's fifth anniversary is like two days from now. Well, we should have done a fifth anniversary. We should have. I just kind of lost track of time. And, yeah. Oh, well. Happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. We, we, we could do it next time and say that it's a you know belated anniversary because we're only five years old. We can't be expected to remember shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something very depressing. We've been alive longer in years than we have listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that could have been the same. Could have been said four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. And now everybody turns to alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And now we have a sponsor, so hopefully our one listener buys something from them. <laughs> I think that's why you only took $5 for four weeks. That's why, yeah. <laughs> and it was supposed to be for a 30-second ad. The ad goes a minute. So it's like, okay, sure. Whatever, guys, it's cool. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna argue. Somebody actually wants to be, uh, you know, mentioned on our show. <laughs> so so basically, we each get a dollar, then. Pretty much. Because awesome. five would take a one-dollar cut. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So... What the hell? It's like a, it's like, uh, yeah, seventy-five cents each or something. No, no I don't do math. <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, no. Four divided by five is. Uh, oh, we get eighty cents each. Mm. Eighty cents each. And it takes three weeks of the payment to process, so you can buy like half a cheeseburger from McDonald's in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cheese. We're professionals now. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I actually just got paid for the other podcast in uh, in concert tickets. So I'm like, hey, I got I got these concert tickets for doing this podcast. Does that make me a professional podcaster now? Yes. If you receive payment for something, you are professional at it. That's what I've been told. I mentioned it to Brian last night. He says, no, I, I, I'd still like to get money. And then I got money for, like, the advertising on this show. So it's like, yeah, now I am a professional. Well, you can always scalp the tickets. That's true. But I wanted to go to the show. <laughs> And then we get there and we're like the oldest people there. Everybody around us has X's on their hands. We're like the only ones with the drinking wristbands. 
Brian's like, man, I feel old. I'm like, dude, I'm five years older than you. <laughs> What's that, Sonny? I'm older than all y'all. <laughs> except G and, and, and except G. G's got me by two months. He's older than me. <laughs> Bunch of old farts. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with his math. <laughs> it's wrong, but fuck it. I think it's like what you're like what four months older than me. Your birthday's in like May, right? Uh, June. Yeah, close enough. Where's works. Professor Steiner? <laughs> My birthday's the one in May. Oh, okay. But didn't didn't you just turn thirty eight? Yeah. Oh, I got more than that then on you. I got a year and, and months. Oh, I thought you were just you you just turned thirty eight. No, we're sticking with your math. It's cool. I'm thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got it. You know why? Because of the, because of the, 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 the witch that rhymes the, 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 the bitch. Her birthday's four months before mine. Oh, sand bitch post. <laughs> I, I just turned well, twenty-one I, I, for I the fourteenth time. Uh, birthdays are different in Canadian years, right? Yeah, our currency is worth less, so are our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. In Trump's America, you gonna, it's gonna be worth more. Once we start selling, marrying our guns, you, you, your, the Canadian dollar is going to be worth more than the Trump dollar. And with all the people leaving your country, that you know what that means, guys? More presents for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> all right. So Survivor Series is tonight. And uh, before I get to that, though, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that the first ever board wrestling fan interviewee, Johnny Gargano, is now one half of the NXT Tag Team Champions. Woohoo! For a second, I thought you were doing an awkward transition into advertising. No. We did it, guys! <laughs> Maven, fan, Maven fan's pissed about that, because Gargano no selling was painful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She felt the pain that he should have been pretending to feel. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so tonight, uh, we'll run through this real quick. We can roundtable if you guys want to. I don't really care either way. Uh, remember, we... remember, remember when we cared about Survivor Series? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we started a whole podcast based on our Survivor Series roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Miz with Maurice defends the Intercontinental Championship against Sami Zayn, and if Zayn wins, the title will go to Monday Night Raw. Remember when Miz was on MTV? <laughs> it's now Miz TV. <laughs> Might as well be. They don't show any music videos or anything, so... What else is the M going to stand for? Now, Sami, Sami Zayn can't win this, right? Because it's Cruiserweight's group going to SmackDown. They can't fucking put both belts over there can they no I, I the only way this could happen is if they combine the titles on raw because raw also yeah. does not need both titles well, well I'm... That's, yeah that's what i was thinking a u.s title and the ic title on the same show is, that's too much i was well, thinking I three hours so too much is their thing <laughs> i was thinking that the title is going to transition because the cruiserweights are most likely going to smackdown so what do you do with the U.S. title, then? 
I don't know. Just keep them both and have the IC tie replace the cruiserweight one for time. That's what I was figuring. That's what they were going to do. That was my assumption. Yeah, I suppose they could do that. You yeah, know, that, that way, uh, you know, Sakura, with Sakura's Vegas odds, Sakura's Vegas odds, Raw is winning every single match. I don't think they're winning every single one, but we'll get to it later. But they are definitely winning the five on five men's one. Yeah. No, I, I don't think Vegas odds are right at all, but. This that's one of those things where I look at it and it's like, oh wow. SmackDown Live is the only popular amongst the marks, but not betting odd makers, that's for sure. <laughs> Raw can Raw's definitely coming out two out of three, but I think SmackDown will get at least one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we've got Brian Kendrick defending the cruiserweight division. Not just the title, the division against Kalisto. Where if Kalisto wins the title, the cruiserweight division will go to SmackDown. Which I think I love the idea of the cruiserweight division just coming out and costing Brian the match. Yeah. Remember? I fucking hate Raw. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Remember Lundrick? <laughs> something, 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 Lucha thing. <laughs> well, I think this is the I mean, this is the uh the given for the night, right? I mean, because they're gonna start doing this uh what was that show called? Two Hundred Five Live or whatever, and that's going to tape. Oh yeah, yeah, the same good. night as SmackDown. So you know, what are you going to do? You're going to have him travel from Raw to <laughs> wherever SmackDown is, or you might as well just have him travel with SmackDown. But it's WWE, so who knows? It's not like WWE's paying for their travel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Team Raw, this is the uh, tag team one, The New Day, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and the Shining Stars are taking on Team SmackDown, Heath Slater and Rhino, the Hype Bros, American Alpha, and the Usos, and Breezango. Yeah, I think this is the one SmackDown wins just because they've managed to show any shred of unity, so Raw are going to cost themselves the match. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, half the tag te- most of the tag teams on the SmackDown side actually have tag team names. <laughs> Whereas, on the other side, you have the, the New Day teams. and the club who are just going by Gallows and Anderson now. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, Unity, I think I could possibly give this to SmackDown. I guess, but the Hype Bros and Fandango have to get eliminated, right? I, I agree. Oh, but not Tyler Breeze. He can stay there. He's cool. Right. Remember, remember Fandangoing? <laughs> nope, not at all. Yeah, I remember that. Trying <laughs> not to. I'm kind of with you on this one, Mark. I see this one winning too, but like, if you really look at the competition, it would have to be like complete breakdown of of the raw teams. I just, you really look at like significant tag teams in this match. They're pretty much all on raw. I mean, Heath Slater and Ryder was fun a little while ago, but let's be honest. What was that months now? American Alpha not getting the titles in that tournament was pretty much... They're, not, they're never on fucking TV, so... The, well, I think that was pretty much the death sentence for them, was not getting the titles. I mean, I know it was to further Heath Slater's storyline, but... Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they used those had a heel turn, and then they just faded into obscurity. Yeah. I agree. Again. And then they were chanting for King Book. I mean, I, I see Along these other guys, guys when I fast forward... 
I see the other guys just want to be fast forwarding through this shit. Like, the shiny starter gets more TV time than pretty much any one of the guys on fucking SmackDown Live right now. Yeah. I'll give you that. You know what? So I, I, I'm with you, Mark. I just don't know why the fuck they're winning other than dissension. You know? I guess. And, and all of these matches are going to have dissension. Because yeah, that's going to be all a they fun got. and annoying theme. Yeah. So. How does the, I, I I'm curious as to how this is going to work because it's a ten on ten Survivor Series tag team elimination match. Does this yeah, mean and your partner is also eliminated. eliminated? Is that how it's working? I'm sure yeah. it should be, but that's how that's I would how imagine. Works, right? What's that? That's how it usually works, right? That's like tag team battle royals work that way. So I'd imagine a tag team Survivor Series match might work that way. I mean. Are we really going to sit through 10 or more eliminations in one match? No. They wouldn't do that. See if Wikipedia's got any info on this shit. I'm on Wikipedia right now, and all it says is 10 on 10 Survivor Series Tag Team Elimination Match. So it doesn't say... Well, let's see. Maybe up here somewhere. I don't know. Uh, captain by virtue being no tagged. No or anything, huh? Yeah, I don't see anything that's gonna give me any kind of indication of whether or not uh, that's how it's gonna work. Um, I would say if Raw wins this match, it's gonna be Sheamus and Cesaro that win it by themselves, sole survivors. Because it'll come down to them, and then they'll have to work together to survive for Raw to win. Just to further the storyline. Uh, yep, it is. Uh, according to their own article on their own site, one guy loses, the whole team's out. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, that would definitely speed things along. Yes. Women's... Ten, uh, five on five Survivor Series elimination match team Raw, Charlotte Flair, ba- uh, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks with Dana Brooke versus Team SmackDown, Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Naomi, coached by N- Natalia. Remember? Remember Tristratus? <laughs> I fucking. He comes out with two paws. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? A cat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, her cat's name is Two Paws. Than that, I don't really care. <laughs> oh, okay. Which I suppose Re- makes me there. sexist now that they're women. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when they were divas, it wasn't sexist. Now it's sexist because they're women. <laughs> we we're we're in Donald Trump's America now. There's no more sexist. You can say what you want. It's just cold locker room talk. Why don't you watch Fox News like us smart people do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Raw because I, I still think it's the more uh, notable divas slash women slash whatever we're calling them now. Mm-hmm. Of Emma. And Nia Jax is going to eliminate at least two people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Nia Jax factor is what I was thinking too. I, because you can't say, oh, well, on one team they're going to turn against each other because that's both. That's both teams. Yeah. Right? I mean, Becky, Nikki... Alexa and Carmella, and that's Naomi will just dance with lighting shoes, I guess. Yeah, she's first eliminated. Nia Jax is going to squash her in seconds. What is Naomi these days? Heel face, 
bitch. She's, she's an entertaining entrance. Yeah. yeah. It's they're all supposed to have attitude, but not like here's a, alignment. Here's chaotic a chaotic neutral, right? Yeah. Neutral. <laughs> here's a note for you. Team Raw's tag team uh, captains are the New Day, the tag team champions. Team SmackDown's tag team champion tag team champions are the captain of their tag team team. Kevin Owens, the Universal Champion, is the captain of Team Raw for the men. AJ Styles, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, is the captain of Team SmackDown for the men. Charlotte Flair, the WWE Raw Women's Champion, is the captain of Team Raw. Becky Lynch is just a member of Team SmackDown, which is captained by Nikki Bella. Because, of course. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the oversight yeah well it's not that much of an oversight i'm sure that nikki will have the title belt before long that's true enough yeah true enough (laughs) team raw men's team kevin owens chris jericho roman reigns braun Strowman, and seth rollins versus team smackdown aj styles dean ambrose bray wyatt randy orton and shane mcmahon with James Ellsworth, the mascot. <laughs> I think the obvious, I get... the obvious thing here is that SmackDown is going to lose to set up AJ Styles versus Undertaker at Royal Rumble. Sounds about so. right. What happens at Royal Rumble, sorry? Uh, Undertaker versus AJ. So how does, basically okay, so how does Undertaker actually factor into this match? He I, doesn't factor into this match, but he did say that if you lose, you'll have to fear him. So the way I see it is that he's going to blame AJ for the loss and beat the shit out of him. So I'll come out like after the match tonight and beat him, beat him down? No, at least I don't. It'd be nice if he made an appearance, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, Maybe not necessarily tonight, but SmackDown. I was going to say probably Tuesday on SmackDown, if anything. Or, this is what I'm hoping, is uh, Undertaker blames Ellsworth for it, and it sets up a feud between Undertaker and Ellsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need that legendary matchup to happen. That we do. That we do. There's supposed to be, like, mania implications related to tonight's matchup, and wouldn't this be the one where we saw it, or see it? I'd imagine. And, no, because he also said WrestleMania won't be what defines him. Mm-hmm. So, again, that, that to me says Rumble. Well, if, if Shane is slotted in against Lesnar, right. what would it be then? If. Then I, mean, it, provide... it, I can see Undertaker winning the title like and having a rock-style reign to set up Cena versus Undertaker. So how does Cena factor in this match? He doesn't because he's, he's he doesn't exist anymore. He'll come back around the Rumble, win it, set it up for the 16th run. Mm-hmm. Now, what the hell's the WrestleMania implication? <laughs> the WrestleMania implication in this match is not a lot. <laughs> maybe oh, AJ oh, versus where, where Kev, maybe Kevin Owens versus uh, Chris Jericho if they can drag it out that long. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know how true these rumors, of course, are. I mean, they're, they are what they are, but I don't see any of that as the word big. 
<laughs> None of that to me is big. That's all. Okay. So, par for the course. Unless Brock like attacks Shane McMahon. Yeah. Suppose which the only way I could see that happening is if this was the last match. But I don't see that happening because the Agreed. other match we haven't talked about yet is Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman versus Goldberg. Oh, I thought it was Mick Foley versus Daniel Bryan. My bad. Because, see, I watched the fucking State of the fucking Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I Brad. also made the oh, mistake of watching that. Oh, my God. That was... that was a match tonight. But that's just me. I mean, I, I was on a whole shitload of drugs. So who, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best and worst things I've ever seen. It was terrible because they're all just sitting... The four of them are just sitting there bickering back and forth. And the only, like, highlight of the whole thing is... What did you do when you left? You went to TNA and you wrestled. And Claudio just texted me that he wants to be on SmackDown. There you go. There was the bottle waddle shit. Water bottle I actually bottle. missed that. Apparently Shane just tossed his water at Mick Foley. was like, fuck yeah. you. Well, he, he did mutter under his breath, you know, ice bucket challenge, bitch. But I... <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of knew it was supposed to be that, so that's actually why I intentionally watched it. It was supposed to be all victory. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I read the reviews. I read people talking about it. I was like, I should watch this. And then I was like, no, I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, I got home from Raw, and I, I was like, no, I, I kind of want to watch this. And, like, I'm kind of glad I did, because I got a Paul Heyman, like, promo that was not being interrupted by the rude-ass people in my city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. Which brings us back to this match. Comments put it up quite well, really. Just Daniel Bryan talking shit, Shane McMahon nodding and plotting business deals, Stephanie saying buzzwords, and Mick Foley just being a guy with brain damage. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best way to put it. (laughs) Just trying to do the best he can before he gets fired again. <laughs> yeah. Well, pandering's just stuck the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. right he, was what he, he was asked how we deal with Daniel Bryan and just spent five minutes talking about how great Stephanie is and <laughs> socks. Right here in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't waste a lot of time getting that oh, cheap pop in. <laughs> okay, so yeah, if it works. It works. I I I got a challenge for y'all. Uh, Explain why Goldberg wins tonight and how that moves forward. I honestly, I can see Goldberg winning. Goldberg winning. I really can. If you throw enough money at Brock Lesnar, he will lay down. And if Brock Lesnar wins, then they have to do a third match. It's one on one. I can see Goldberg winning, and I can see this leading to the humanization slash rebrand, reinvigorating of Brock Lesnar. He Hold loses, on. and he goes absolutely fucking insane and beats the shit out of everyone. Why would they have a best of three? Goldberg would have two ones. No, he's that's saying if, if Lesnar wins. wins. Okay, okay, gotcha. Sorry, that's why I was confused. Okay, that's a good answer. I like that answer. Anyone else got another three? Remember, remember, when, remember when Goldberg <laughs> was undefeated? <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott Hall's uh, taser remembers. 
Yeah, as we all know, Goldberg is a water type Pokemon. Speaking, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of Scott Hall, speaking of Scott Hall, did, did, did anybody end up finding him? I know he went missing. Or is he DDP said he was okay. No. That's good enough for me. Yeah, he's he's back on Twitter and stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. really catch money of the, much of the details. All right. But he's, he's, he's sure. doing well. I just like I said, I just heard. He, well, I remember we we reported him disappearing and not hearing anything back about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he was, he uh, was just, MIA for... Well, like, right after the show last week, DDP tweeted, like, I haven't heard from Scott, but he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. The bar will call me when he's done. Like, if, if DDP's saying he's okay, I'll take DDP's word for it. Well, yeah, he's got some sort of yoga sixth sense. Right, exactly. I'm still waiting for DDP to bust out a yoga flame. <laughs> that would be fantastic. No, you know what it was. Imagine it's just DDP running around the ring. <laughs> well, the yoga the, fire. <laughs> the way he knew that Scott Hall was okay was uh, you guys remember the first Ninja Turtles movie, where <laughs> where like Leonardo's meditating and he sees Splinter, and that's when he realizes yep. Splinter's okay. That's how DDP knew Scott Hall was okay. <laughs> And he did it in a plank position. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. He did it in the YRG warrior position. Does he teach you how to do the diamond cutter? <laughs> no, but there is, there is a workout called diamond cutter. Uh, and that's the one I got on Friday. I am not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, I... I, I I want to say Lesnar goes over, but I mean, I'm still doing. I'm still staying out, but I I think Mark Mark at least made an actual real. He did. No, I, yeah, absolutely. You know? I and if they did that, I get it. That would make sense. I mean, WWE is weird. Yeah. In, WWE is weird in this sense, where okay, if you're wrestling your last match, you have to put the other guy over, <clears throat> but that doesn't count if you're a major star. Unless you're Bret Hart. Well, let's also consider there's a good chance Goldberg dies in the ring tonight. That's true, too. Uh, he did tweak his shoulder, clotheslining one of those indie geeks. He's already joined the shoulder club. <laughs> Tweaked his shoulder, clotheslining one of those indie geeks over the top rope. Like, per, per personally, like I don't really have a horse in that race. I just want to see a good match better than, you know... Obviously, the last one that they had. Wow, I feel sorry for you, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see. Well, I am, I am setting myself up for failure. I'd like to see the Toronto crowd show the New York City crowd how it's done, but uh, I don't think I'm getting that either. Well, I haven't seen Goldberg's theme. That was another takeaway from... They hate him because he killed Bret Hart. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You are yeah. absolutely correct. Toronto might actually be the crowd that I wanted for Buffalo. <laughs> like, God damn it, you fuckers were in Suplex City. Stop chanting for Goldberg. <laughs> I think you guys only get the Toronto card, uh, crowd when... When you have NFL games, all right? Uh, when we have when the when the Leafs are in town, we get the Toronto card get or the too. Toronto yeah. crowd. Yeah. Huh. 
I just, I, I bet they will, but please, please, no screw job references for the love of fucking God. Oh, that's going to be so. Yeah, you know. No, they'll save them for next year for the 20th anniversary or 21st in their logic. Special oh. referees, Earl Hebner. Ty <laughs> Dillinger put, put a, a Bobby Roode in a sharpshooter like, oh, it's appropriate. He's got him in the sharpshooter in Canada. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, because they can't help themselves. That's. I mean, Didn't they, know, they, they will the talk about it. In 1998. They're, they're yeah. going yeah. to talk about it. But yeah, they, they, oh, they will yeah, talk about it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. To answer your question, Mark, yeah, they they did they did, um, because that's how they ended the um, the the title tournament. They had the Rock put Mankind in a in the um, sharpshooter, and they called for the bell and yeah, yeah. They yeah. they did they do it they re- redo it they again. They didn't even time. wait one fucking year. <laughs> well, they did. I suppose they did wait one year. Well, <laughs> in that case, though, I mean, that was that was such a significant moment. I mean, that's how the whole Vince McMahon character came to be, really. So. Mm. But that's back when they used to strike when the iron was hot, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can can you picture either one of those two shaven mastodons doing a sharpshooter? <laughs> <laughs> no. If Brock Lesnar tries, he'll tear his fucking quads. <laughs> oh, that was another note I had from NXT TakeOver. Paul Ellering looks like what Goldberg would look like if he went off steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny man with a goatee. <laughs> And now you've thought of that, you'll see. You'll see what I see. Yeah. <laughs> or or if, if Gilbert actually like you know worked out. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's either Goldberg off steroids or Gilbert on them. <laughs> yeah. You know what time it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just seven plugging in the laptop here. All right. Paying those bills. Yeah. Gotta get your shit in. All right. So it's my break song this week, and I, I picked a pretty short break song, so I kind of added to it. So I've got a couple of tracks by a band called Oakley Dokley. Yay! They are a uh, Ned Flanders themed metal band. I was going to take a leak, but I, I'll have to listen to this. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of it. You've got to hear this. This is them. great. Oh, yeah, they've got a new album out. Uh, it is called uh, Howdly Doodly. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of picked this song because when we do the news every week, I say stupid sexy Flanders. So this song is by Oakley Dokley, and it's off that new album, and it's called Nothing at All, Board Wrestling Fan Radio.
wrestling fan? Are you a heel or a babyface? Do you know how to work your gimmick or are you green? If you know what these terms mean, then you are a real wrestling fan, a smart wrestling fan, and Midcard Guy Apparel understands. The folks at Midcard Guy Apparel respect professional wrestling and respect the hardcore wrestling fan. And now, you can show the world just how much you know about the business by wearing true pro wrestling insider lingo on your gear. Midcard Guy Apparel offers t-shirts, hoodies, and more for the dedicated wrestling fans, both men and women. Order today and get free shipping on your next order. Rush shipping options are also available if you need your t-shirts fast. So don't be a lumberjack. Get your exclusive professional wrestling fan apparel at midcardguy.com. That's midcardguy.com. Ah, uh, yes, we have paid sponsors now. Yes, $5. <laughs> yes, midcardguyapparel.com. Five bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> no, you guys remember like a, a couple of years ago, WWE was trying to put like, you know, the insider terms on like t-shirts. This is like that if they actually had good designs. <laughs> like I, I was checking out the site last night and I think, uh, I, I don't know if it's still going on. I don't know how long it's going on. If it is, uh, when I went on last night, it was telling me that if I placed an order from within the U.S., I could get free shipping. That's midcardguy.com. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we sold out. We sold out. We sold out. I don't think we go $5 selling out. <laughs> yeah. uh, we played an actual ad on the show, though. <laughs> Uh, I've heard actual wrestling podcasts that sell out. That's not us. <laughs> now to keep we don't this... awkwardly transition to a five-minute conversation about underwear or shaving. <laughs> oh, Guys, let me tell you about TrueCar.com. Now to keep this to keep this podcast free for you, I have to play the. I have to re- promote the or whatever Jericho said. Make, make sure you click on the Amazon banner on top of the page. <laughs> Uh, what's going on in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Uh, more than some people would think, they've actually had a show in Singapore that was a much bigger deal than anybody was expecting with a surprise title change in the main event. Mm. Three days of World Tag League have also finished up by this point. So, back on the 15th, they had Wrestling World in Singapore... It's their third show in Singapore this year, but it's the first one that's a straight New Japan show. It was always a cross-promotional thing with somebody else, and this time they were trying to see if they could do a whole show and you know, give people something that this could be a, a regular occurrence. So you know, they had three singles matches at the top of the card. It's not your typical pay-per-view level event, but it's definitely more than your standard Road 2 show or house show, so uh, a, an interesting thing about the show in Singapore was the crowd. I hadn't really thought about it before, but you know, if you were just watching it and you didn't know where it was, you would swear it was an American crowd, or at least a Western crowd. They were doing all the chanting, you know, this is awesome came up. Um, it just, it sounded 
much more like your typical Western independent show kind of crowd. And how that is a thing, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, it, it did make the reactions to everything a little bit different. The VTR in the beginning that they played on the big screen, one thing they did on it that just as a video editing person I thought was really cool was they had the voiceover going on about the show and they're naming off everybody who's in the show. When they get to Los Ingobernables, they change the audio you know, perfectly seamlessly to that bit that he does at the end of his matches when he names off everybody in LIJ. And so, you know, they have the typical voiceover guy doing everything else. And then when it's time for the LIJ guys, you hear Naito introducing all of them. And that was just a lot of fun. Juice Robinson and David Finley opened the show. Juice Robinson got the win, but both guys, considering that until recently they were both pretty much on Young Lion detail, both guys have done really, really well this year. And in NXT, I would never, ever have thought that CJ Parker would have ended up being much of anything. He has improved so much in the time that he's been in New Japan. It's honestly hard to believe it's the same guy. The only thing he does that I personally find incredibly annoying is screeching this, that, and whatever with motherfucker in it, and it just, it doesn't fit the character. It's not that, oh, language is offensive. It's, why are you saying that? I mean, Maccabee gives fingers to people and whatnot, but I, why that is constantly his go-to battle cry just doesn't really make sense for him. Anyway, the match was pretty good. Juice Robinson was really over. Lots of people had signs that said Juice Robinson on them. And, you know, he is definitely building up a fan base. Rapongi Vice defeated Taguchi and Jushin Thunder Liger. They kind of had to, I guess, because Rapongi Vice is challenging for the junior tag titles at the Tokyo Dome. But it's just not a team that has ever done anything for me. I find them dull. I don't care about the tension in the team. I just don't care. And that's completely a me personal thing. I'm sure lots of people like them, but that was just a bit dull. Keeping with that, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatonga and Tangaroa, got a win over the team of Tomohiro, Ishii, and Ghetto. Uh... Fortunately for Gorillas of Destiny, they seem to be continuing in the pattern of not being horrendously awful anymore. So whatever it was that clicked, it's apparently for real. I don't know why it took this long, but you know, it is what it is, and they are the heavyweight tag team champions. So them picking up a win here is not shocking. Still a pretty good match for them. After that, Goto beat Hanma, and it wasn't off the charts amazing, but it certainly wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't care anything about Hanma. I like Goto a lot better, so him getting the win here I thought was totally fine. After that, you had 
Tanahashi, Kushida, and Makabe getting the win over Los Ingobernables de Japón, specifically Bushi, Sonata, and Naito. Evil had other stuff to do, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, I don't know why Makabe was there. I really have no use for that guy either. He just takes up space. You know, let him do his promotional work and stuff, but he's just kind of wasted in matches. Uh, Kushida did most of the work here, not terribly shocking, but the rest of it was fun. Uh, Tanahashi gets the win. Uh, he hit Bushi with the high fly flow. You know, it was a fun match. It's just that one team worked harder than the other one. After that, you had a tag match. Okada and Yoshihashi beat Kenny Omega and Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo pimp. I'm going to have to differentiate now since Kamatachi is using his actual name and his last name is Takahashi as well. This is going to be confusing. But, you know, since Okada Omega is going to be the big thing, letting Okada get the win here is not a bad thing at all. He got the win over Yujiro with the Rainmaker, but still Okada getting the win over a team that had Omega on it is kind of a big deal. The main event was the big shocker for pretty much everybody. It was a rematch where Evil defends his recently won never openweight title against the guy he beat to get it, Katsuyori Shibata. Now, we should point out, again, a reminder from last week, Shibata is now the Revolution Pro undisputed British heavyweight champion, and he came to the ring with the belt, and the announcers talked about it. So they're making a big deal out of the fact that he is the champion of this other promotion, which is pretty cool. He's even more heavily bandaged than he was before, and there's so much speculation about what his injuries really are and how bad they are. I know one guy says he's got a torn rotator cuff and is not getting it fixed anytime soon. I really, really hope that is not true because that just seems dumb. But either way, um, much more heavy bandaging. It almost goes across both shoulders now. He's going to be mummified by Wrestle Kingdom at this rate. Good match between them. Um, it doesn't set the world on fire. I don't know that these two are the greatest opponents for each other, but Shibata beat Evil and won the title back. He has two belts now, too. Take that, Conor McGregor. <laughs> but uh, you know, now that he's got that back, it's obvious that he's going to be defending it at Wrestle Kingdom. The question is against who? Yeah, another match against Evil doesn't make any sense, and honestly, even though Evil's got the win over him, I don't see Evil having a title shot at Wrestle Kingdom as a thing he's really ready for right now. Um, he showed he could do it, and he's got two impressive wins over Shibata right now, but I just don't see that as a Wrestle Kingdom match. A lot of people are saying Go Shiozaki from Noah. After the sale of Pro Wrestling Noah, I don't know how much interpromotional stuff they're still going to do. So until they announce what is going to happen with him, 
pretty much anything could be on the table uh, aside from the tremendous physical damage that the guy's taken. You know, Shabbat has had a pretty good week, and the fact that he won two titles the week of his birthday just seems to be a really cool thing. So a good show, a fun show. Uh, the whole thing runs at about three hours, but if you don't want to sit through all of it, the last three matches are definitely stuff to watch. World Tag League is basically downtime in the minds of a lot of fans. It's kind of unfortunate if you really like good tag team wrestling. The problem is a lot of it isn't so great, but you know, between Power Struggle and Wrestle Kingdom, this is what they have. So it's a tag team tournament set up kind of like G1 with the point system where two points for a win, no points for a loss, that kind of thing. They bring in a lot of talent from other places. And so, you know, on paper, it shouldn't be horrible, but most people find it kind of dull. The problem is the outcome is kind of obvious. If you look at the Wrestle Kingdom card that they've announced, you can go, oh, well, that guy's clearly not going to win. And so the fact that they make it so obvious is one thing that does turn off a lot of fans about it. So you kind of have to get past that point. They started with A Block. They brought in War Machine from Ring of Honor, Hanson and Raymond Rowe. If you haven't seen them, they're these big, beefy, hairy, bearded guys who basically dress like they're wandering the path at a Renaissance fair. Um, they got the win over young lion Hanare, who's a pretty big guy. He's clearly heavyweight material. And Nakanishi, they just basically charged the ring and started beating the crap out of both of them. They were pretty dominant, and they looked good in the process. After that, you had Brian Breaker and Leland Race, son of Harley Race, getting the win over Yujiro Takahashi and Hangman Page from Ring of Honor. They're both in Bullet Club, so that's why they were teaming. Uh, the majority of people don't think Leland Race is all that. Uh, he hasn't worked for very many promotions apart from his dad's in quite a while. Um, I mean, he wasn't horrible, but he was just kind of a guy. Uh, Kojima and Tenzan, Team Ten Cozy, actually beat the current champions, the Gorillas of Destiny. So that was fun. The main event of night one was the thing lots of people were waiting for because Tanahashi and tag team partner Juice Robinson were facing Naito and mystery partner X. And most people were pretty sure that mystery partner X was going to be Rush from CMLL. Rush was one of the members of the original Los Ingobernables stable in Mexico, and that's exactly who it was. And it was just a fun thing, and I know it sounds very, very silly, but it was almost sweet. You, Naito was so happy, and you could tell that he really, really was. It was like his best friend has come back, and that aspect of it was just a lot of fun. They were complete jerks from the start of the match, and you know, the chemistry between them is super, super fun. So Rush is now 
part of everything. I don't know if he's going to stick around. He's got a history in New Japan. He's been in G1. He's been in several other things. It is kind of interesting to note, though, that Naito was the fifth guy in the Mexican Los Ingobernables. Rush is now the fifth guy in the Japanese version. So he might stick around. He might not. We don't totally know. So that was night one. Night two started with B-Block, the team of Yoshihatsu and Billy Gunn. Yeah, Billy Gunn. <laughs> Actually beat the team of Kenny Omega and Chase Owens. Billy Gunn got the pin over Chase Owens. Ugh, okay. Uh, Ishii and Goto defeated Bad Luck Fale and Bone Soldier. Ishii and Goto are the team that pretty much everybody's expecting to win this. I really, really hope they do, too. I'd like to see them square off with Gorillas of Destiny at Wrestle Kingdom and actually win. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. Evil and Sonata beat Shibata and Yuji Nagata. Uh, Sonata got Nagata in the skull end and made him tap out. So Sonata has been tapping people out left and right as of late, which is not a bad thing at all. And then last of all, on night two, you had Great Bash Heel of Makabe and Hanma beating Okada and Yoshihashi. Yeah, obviously, Yoshihashi's taken the pin there, but you know, even so. Then night three, which is the most recent one. Da, 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 da. Oh. oh, dear. My pets have found a mouse, and they're trying to kill it. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. Hangman Page and Yujiro Takahashi beat Hanare and Nakanishi, so those guys are sitting at zero. Gorillas of Destiny beat Leland Race and Brian Breaker. War Machine beat Tanahashi and Juice Robinson. And kind of surprisingly... Team Tenkozy beat Naito and Rush. And it, everybody's posting pictures that say, oh, look how happy Naito and Rush look. And yeah, they really... Th this is going to be the wrestling bromance. It's just fun. So LIJ dominated the match, but they lost after a giant lariat on Rush. So as is typical with World Tag League, you know, pretty solid shows, nothing really spectacular. And the winner is going to face Gorillas of Destiny at Wrestle Kingdom for the heavyweight tag team titles. All right. <clears throat> uh, thinking that a bromance besides Jericho and uh, and Owens is going to be is going to be the the bromance of the year. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be a new category in the BWF Awards bromance of the year? Could be. Could be. Well, if we understood what Naito and Rush were actually saying, it might be almost as good. But true, you know, the the list with Jericho is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Speaking of the list, let's take a trip to JT Land. Yeah, bitches. We got not we got Jack Squat from Virgil and Sheik, the Sheik this week, but I'll read what what we what we've got. Bird, uh, 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Black Friday was my nickname at the flea market. 
It was it was a segue into buying a shirt, but that's that's the only part that mattered. <laughs> Dave 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 Chappelle spoke like he knows what a good what good meat sauce tastes like. <laughs> that's all we got from from Virgil this week. So Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Time. Somebody get me cold beer while the Earth can go fuck themselves. <laughs> and then count to three and go fuck yourself. Like I say, very short week from both of them. So. I can run by some kayfabe news, and I got a little something else. I sure a, a little satire post I saw on Facebook. So I don't know if it's sure. satire, but it's a little meme. But let's see. Uh, well, that one's not really a good one. Oh, here we go. Return imminent. CM Punk to return at oh. WrestleMania. This guy's brother's coworker says yes. <laughs> American refugees fleeing Trump presidency kettle prodded by, at border by the Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> New Day promo enters seventh hour with no end in sight. <laughs> <laughs> Fan wakes wakes from coma surprised to, to, to see... Okay, let me just scan. Fan wakes up from coma, surprised to see Spirit Squad still in WWE. <laughs> Linda McMahon to join Trump cabinet, become catatonic, kick Trump in the balls. <laughs> Trump insists border wall will be impervious to Mexicals on lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> Clinton announces she. We did this one. Clinton announces she will run for Raw GM. Yeah, I think we hit that one last okay, week. Okay, that was last week. Yeah. So that's the last one. I th- uh, and so that's all. That's all the kayfabe news news we've got this week. Here's something I found. I don't know if this is kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny, but it might maybe a little serious. I don't know. I just saw it's one of the memes. I, it's not a meme. It's one of those posts that people share. It's how to win a political argument on Facebook. One, see a post that you literally can't even believe they could think that way, let alone actually say it. Two, start typing, eloquently attempting to tell them why they are so absolutely full of shit. Three, sit back and read it to make sure it really gets your point across so that it will actually sink in and ultimately change their mind. Four, realize there's no way you're ever going to change their mind short of an actual brain transplant. Five, hit backspace until all your typing is deleted. Six, move along. <laughs> and that's all we got for this week for JT Land. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Uh, Casper fucking mattresses. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got nothing this week. Uh, well, it's good because we're running it behind anyway. Take it, Noyce doesn't have anything since his category isn't even here. No, I was just lazy. I do actually have something. Oh, okay. On this show, we often make unnecessary Simpsons references. Well, I'm about to make one that's totally necessary, because just yesterday, I bought the ultimate wrestling game in Simpsons Wrestling. It's I have fucking that. awesome. I have that for PlayStation. PlayStation 1. I know. I, I picked it up yesterday. It's it's great. Dead <laughs> Flanders is the hardest, like one of the hardest people to play because he <laughs> prays. He, he gets on his knees and prays, and then a shot of lightning down kills yeah, you. Yeah, you beat him and he just regenerates. <laughs> but it's a really kick-ass game. Yes, and there's never there's never an unnecessary Simpsons reference. No, never. 
News is, 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 is stupid, sexy Flanders. South Park, maybe. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, ShoweredThoughtsSheamus.com, Joe Never Sent G, Barkley.Liar, BritCuntsNews.UK, BiannualWrestlingNews.com, Find Triple H's Penis.edu, Imember.U,Menix10.Joe'sBrokenPenis.com, uh, NoiseReadSwahili.org, Joe's AJ Styles Fan Page.AngelFire.JP, Lay Chalet Sauce slash Canadian is fuck.sry, prepare thy anus.edu, I wish I was a little bit taller.net.com.ussr, coaster needs more beer.gofeedme.com, fact Billy Corgan's eyes.kickstarter.uk, daily is the Bullet Club going to debut soon thread, which is even more relevant now, piss on mavenfan.fl.gov, unnecessary Joe Kent Facebook status updates, and birthday obsessions.ingus, eating a sandwich.fuck, jt's drunken.foot.com, this joke is getting old. Dot Trump's America don't care. Dot kind of, kind of serious though. Just saying. Dot edu used anal spoons. Dot biz. Joe fucked up. Dot live. Dot always. P- what the fuck does that even say? P- Poodle layer. <laughs> It's supposed to be Poonslayer. P- okay. JT, com. <laughs> Joe cannot read. No, he really can't. Uh, Discount Heat Emporium, CheapHeat.com, and of course, Spatula City. Spatula City! Spatula City! <laughs> and a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. Sin Cara was not allowed on WWE's charter flight to Buffalo, New York when the European tour ended. Yet, he, yet somehow he was there. Sin Cara's punishment after his bus fight with Chris Jericho in Europe continues as he's no longer being allowed to use the locker room for contracted talent at live events, having to go dress with the extras brought in for that night's show. That's better than what Miz got. It's true. <laughs> at least he didn't have to dress in the hallway. After winning his second world title at UFC 205, WWE is now very much interested in having Conor McGregor make an appearance on TV, presumably Raw. That may not be so easy to pull off, given McGregor once called WWE wrestlers pussies at a UFC press conference. Raw for all two confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and folks, 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 those sharing the meme that Jericho invented, invented holding two titles at the same time, no, he didn't. Warrior had it was the first one to hold two titles at the same time. Dan Severin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> See. Yeah, call me when you get to like ten titles like Dragon had. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else fuck violinists? Fucking Mark's ruining an over the top character like Swagsuke's entrance by being over the top? I bet Dunn came down to NXT just to book that entrance, and he's probably to blame for Joe's porno music. <laughs> Thank God Hunter was there to escort them away before he really got, before he really started ruining everything. That's another thing. Triple H just turned up randomly. Yeah. <laughs> the agreement between Revolution Pro and New Japan Pro Wrestling will see Ka- Katsuyori Shibata defend the Rev Pro title in New Japan. While nobody has ever confirmed that James Ellsworth signed a WWE contract, he told people via his Facebook that he's not taking indie bookings after Sunday. From this point forward, WWE's big four pay-per-view events will each feature an NXT TakeOver event the same weekend and, where possible, back-to-back nights in the exact same venue for NXT, Pay-Per-View, Raw, and SmackDown. That's gonna tank. I was thinking it might be, it's just like... Why set up and tear down the ring? Let's just book the venue for four fucking nights. 
Bill Goldberg says he's terrible at promos. Quote, I enjoy stating the obvious. Remember remember Goldberg not saying anything? Speaking to AM New York, Samoa Joe explains why he went to NXT. I knew NXT was really, really gaining a lot of steam. It was kind of exploding and making this kind of tremendous impact on the industry in general. Plus, I like actually getting paid, so there's that. (laughs) The ECW special will air this coming Monday after Raw on the WWE Network. The authentic, retold story of ECW will be hosted by Corey Graves. Go beyond extreme and join the unrivaled Paul Heyman to beat a dead horse about ECW featuring Tommy (laughs) Dreamer, Booker T, the Dudley Boys, and Taz. It's Taz. Uh, I wonder if Joey Numbers is going to be there. I wonder if Joey Styles is going to be there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What about what about the Sandman? Are they going to rehab again? Music. Oh, did, did, rehab again. I saw I saw a clickbait right for I don't even know what site it was, but it was a clickbait link, and it's like, oh, things you didn't know happened to ECW wrestlers, and it's got a picture of the Sandman, and it has, it's like R.I.P. question mark. So I commented, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just saw him a month ago, so I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Thanks, Sandman. you. They could, yeah, they could totally dish it up to Sandman. Isn't yeah. Jimmy Fallon on NBC? Yeah. Okay. They, they, they have probably the rights to rebroadcast the, uh, the bit they did with uh, Metallica. <laughs> yeah. They could totally do it. Yeah. So, but I, I'm, like, I'm like, Sandman's like alive. I just saw him a month ago. So uh, nice try, Captain Clickbait. <laughs> NBC Connecticut is reported that Linda McMahon was being considered for Secretary of Commerce in Donald Trump's cabinet, fella. Ah, fuck Shana. During the filming... During the filming of Total Nonstop Deletion at the Hardee's compound in Cameron, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, a.k.a. the Rock and Roll Express, took part in a TNA tag team apocalypto match, whatever the hell that is. You know, I'm watching I these old. Explain the concept, but not the match. I'm watching these old Monday Nitros, right? And the Rock and Roll Express are on them, and this is from like 1996. Those guys were older 20 years ago than I am now. <laughs> Yet they're still somehow wrestling. When I read the Rock and Roll Express, I was like, it can't be that Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. Yes, they're like, they're they're pretty old. They are ancient. <laughs> Well, like I said, in 1996, they were older than I am now. Those guys, those guys in 1986 were old. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're 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 not in funk territory, but they're pretty old. I think they gotta be 60. Let's find out. Ricky Morton. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Matt Hardy to get his memory back. Yeah. Mm. Ricky Morton, September 1st, 1956, age 60. Wow, what a good guess. Yes. And Robert Gibson, born July 19th, 1958, age 58. So, close enough. (laughs) Chikara has parted ways with Joey Styles. Mike Quackenbush says the events of the last few days have been just cause to take a look at the state of professional wrestling. We believe Joey Styles... We believe pro wrestling should be fun. That's why we make it for every... That's why we make it for everyone, except Joey Styles. <laughs> I heard Jim Cornette ranting about Chikara 
and firing Joey Styles for something he did in Evolve. <laughs> yeah, I could rant about that, but I won't. Yeah. I'm tired of other people ranting about it. Uh, Beyond Wrestling says Joey Styles will no longer be appearing at Sunday's live event in Worcester or any future Beyond Wrestling live events, as we will be witch hunting. Thank you. Yeah, Joe, su- uh, G sarcastic comments really set it all for me. <laughs> yeah. Bastards. Both Mickey James and Don Marie have come out uh, defending Joey Styles. Here's a snippet from Don Marie. Fuck you, Quackenbush. You'll never be one of the boys, no matter how talented you are in the ring, no matter how hard you try, or how many promotions you manufacture to exist uh, to exist in, because the real business of wrestling is done in the back amongst the men that honor and respect those that came before them. Fuck you, Gabe. It's about time you grow some balls and throw away the pussy that you've been hiding in, in those cheap suits trying to emulate Paul Heyman while you play wrestling. Damn. <laughs> Fucking savage. Uh, Quackenbush... Replied with a wall of text, but uh, yeah, nobody wants to hear me sitting here reading it. Uh, he basically agreed with Don or something. <laughs> WWE is opposing Ryback's trademark on the big guy, but curiously only on his application for dietary nutritional supplements and not for his use as a professional wrestler. <coughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? I couldn't even doctor that one if I wanted to. Well, I guess I could have. Yeah. We don't, we don't doctor but... the news. What are you talking no, about? No, not at all. We're not CNN. I, I, I enhance them. <laughs> Nor do we doctor the Total Divas pal- uh, previews. Total Divas is back Wednesday night on E! Trinity deals with a hair emergency. Get your skis shined up. Grab a stick of juicy fruit. The taste is going to move you. Move you up. Move you out. The taste is going to move you when you pop it in your mouth. Juicy fruit, it's going to move you. It's got a taste that gets right through you. Juicy fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is going to move you. You were supposed to sing that. Uh, Nobody wants to hear me sing. I was trying to record like a cover song yesterday and just like, like, oh, that's not so bad. I'll just cover it up with some auto-tune. And then I hit the auto-tune and it's like, okay, it's still terrible. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, I guess we're going to the land of a thousand G's. So my uh, my buddy Tommy Toy was at uh, NXT Boston. Mm-hmm. He sent me an exclusive report, what? so I thought I'd share. Hey, my lords, just got back from NXT Boston, and holy shit, let me tell you that I feel like I just had sex. I haven't yet, but I expect this is what it must feel like. NXT is my favorite indie wrestling show other than SmackDown, so my grandparents were nice enough to take me. Holy shit, Nerf! It was everything I dreamed. So we got there, sat down, and boom, they showed Bailey versus Sasha on the Titan. Guess what the guys in front of me started to talk about? Bailey's ass. I'm with my people. The wrestling was okay, but the crowd killed it, and honestly, the chants were 10, glorious, and laughed my fucking ass off. The crowd was a sea of strong style. Plus, I counted at least 10 Kenny Omega shirts. I love Japanese wrestlers. Speaking of Japan, I even got to see Senshuki do this jerk-off thing, which made my Nana blush. The child was sitting next to me during the Cedric Alexander versus Roderick Strong, and he turned to me, and we started discussing ring psychology and how they both had amazing matches in Ring of Honor, and their work rate is much better than fuckboy reigns. If you have an NXT show in your area, go. Talk to your neighbors about Alexa Bliss and how she will make you bless. 
seriously, these are our people. I'll see you on YouTube comments. The Reddit army has arrived. But truly at NXT, we are one with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And how. <laughs> I actually, uh, I made a couple of people laugh. Or at least one guy at Monday Night Raw. Because, uh... They showed a, a thing on the Titantron where Brock Lesnar was sitting in a toll booth. And I said, hey, why is Brock Lesnar doing Brutus Beefcake's job? <laughs> and this guy laughs. And then later on, they did the backstage segment with Brian Kendrick. I'm like, hey, it's Price is Right contestant Brian Kendrick. And the guy goes, hey, that guy's funny. So I made one guy laugh anyway with my obscure references. <laughs> He just gets it. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> you were you were sitting next to Kevin Owens. <laughs> I guess I was. <laughs> he wasn't there for the opening match, and then he left later, before the ending segment. So maybe it was Kevin Owens. Hmm. Hmm. I think half the people at the show were just there for Goldberg. Anyways, anybody have anything they want to add? Any breaking news? Anything before we go? Fucking snowing outside my house right now. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Buffalo was buried in 10 feet of snow last year? (laughs) Oh, it's all over my uh, on this day and time hop stuff. All my, like... My picture out my hotel room window where there's absolutely no snow just 30 miles away from my house, which is buried in six feet of snow. And it, it's funny because you got all that snow in it, of course. That, that, when, when that whole golden fucking egg snow thing that, that we all are in, Syracuse trying to say, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had so much snow that uh, we, uh, we had... Uh, Andrew J. Reimers couldn't be on our anniversary show because we had the anniversary show that had uh, Joel Gertner and Charlie Haas on it. And Reimers had to uh, send a song via his iPhone because he couldn't get here. Didn't, didn't Buffalo have to go play in Detroit? Yes. <laughs> like, you know things are fucking bad when you have to go to fucking Detroit. People actually followed them there for that game. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well then, I'm at Think So Joe for at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina. We are at Brutal from that Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Uh, and uh, you can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, or you can download us afterwards at iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, wherever, you know, you feel like getting your podcasts from. And we'll see you next week. Proxel is very hard to stop. Insert funny comment here. <laughs>